You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it's Tuesday podcast for you. Hopefully we'll see some sun today. Right now it's still cloudy after a miserable Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Al Dukes, you ran yesterday. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. What do you think's better during the coronavirus where we all have to stay indoors? Do you prefer to look outside and see the sun? Or yes. do you think uh, better when it's raining because you go, oh, I uh, wasn't going to go outside anyway. I'm just going to stuck, be stuck inside uh, in my own house. Well, yeah, I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck inside. I have a oh. huge, I have a nice big backyard that I plan on using when the weather's oh, nice. And yesterday, when the rain did stop, we played basketball for probably a combined three hours or so. So that was kind of cool getting out. Um, and when it's sunny, you see people walking and you see life outside, and it's just it's it, it brightens up the mood for everybody. But we also yell at people for walking. I'm not I yelling, and I am I, not yelling at any husband and wife that want to go take a walk together. Absolutely not. I can't not. figure that out because people get mad when they see people walking, but it's people walking who see other people walking that are mad at them. I don't know why you would be mad. I mean, you're living in the same house with them anyway, so you're, um, you know, you're not spreading anything because yeah. if you don't have it, you don't have it. I don't know why you can't walk together in the open air outside. I had a weird experience yesterday when I went to go running. I first walked, Jerry. That's part of my warm-up. You know, you right. walk a little bit. <clears throat> so as I was walking, I walk on this path where there's there's various ways people can enter the path to also get on it to walk. Right. And as I was walking, these two women, one of uh, two heavyset women, one wearing a mask. So she has some sort of coronavirus concern. She is smart enough to put a mask on, right? Sure. They enter the path... By walking right in front of me to the point where I could have put my hand hand on their shoulders. Really? That's how, it was so awkward. And I was like, what? I've almost said you women are aware of social distancing. But I was about to start up my run anyway, so I ran past them. Right. But I thought that was so bizarre. Yeah, some people are just out there. They're in their own little world. They probably didn't even realize they did it, I bet. I also do this thing when I run by another person. I hold my breath. I hear you. I get it. I don't I blame you. I think that's preventing me from getting coronavirus. Because they're breathing out their coronavirus. <laughs> I'm not breathing in their coronavirus. And by the time I pass them, the air has cleared it all out. 
You might be very right. You might be right. You kind of move beyond the area. I'm moving beyond the area. Now, uh, later in the warm-up show, you're going to hear us discuss uh, working dogs, dogs that have jobs, you know, seeing eye dogs, police dogs. And I specifically asked about Roscoe the bedbug dog. And I wanted to know whether Roscoe the bedbug dog was just some random person's dog where their dog goes to work and then the dog comes home from work. Or does Roscoe... Is Roscoe owned by the person who owns the bed bug place? Well, luckily, Jerry, I had an alert Twitter follower uh, tell me that he knows Roscoe, the bed bug dog, and the owner. And the owner lives with the dog and also works for the bed bug sniffing dog company. Ooh, boy, I'm glad that mystery solved. That is solved. Because a lot of people would be like, we never got an answer. How does that work? <laughs> got to listen to the podcast for the answer. Got to listen to the podcast for the answer. And then I did I did what you asked me to, Jerry. I jotted down the following. You said, Al, jot this down. Ask me about streaming TV oh, on yeah. the podcast. So th- I, this, is right up your, this is right up your alley. This drives me crazy. So... The room I'm doing the show from is, you know, considered my office basically in the house. Yeah. And we've got, I mean, there's so many cable hookups in this house, but I only usually use this room during football and basketball season for like game prep and stuff like that. So we're not in here very often. So I don't have a cable hookup in here like we do in however many other rooms. And I'm not paying for one to not use it. So what I do is I've got one of those $50 antennas, you know, those digital antennas on the window, which is great. You get two, four, five, seven. You get all these channels, actually really good. But for cable, I got a Roku stick. And so that's really good, too, because you got Netflix on it. You can look at all your pictures and home videos. It's really a great little device. You love Roku. I do. I actually, you know, I I can stream Beachbody programs off it. It's it's tremendous. Um, But here's what bothers me. So CBS Sports Network, you get CBS Sports HQ on it for free, and you don't ever have to do anything. You just click it, it's on. But if you on want the C- stick? Yes. But if you want CBS Sports Network, it's readily available right there. Every single day I click on it, I have to go to my computer and put a code in. Really? It's, it's enough already. I mean, how many times do I have to watch it before they know I have, have a subscription? It's the same right. person. Right, every day they, they only do it like every forty-five days, every thirty days. Right, this Should one's every day. Every that's day. driving that's driving me nuts. Like how you can't be cutting cords and having making people do that every time you want to watch something. Right, I agree. So, just another example that they have not figured it out. It's not figured out fully yet. Nope, not even close. Hmm. So I thought I thought you would appreciate that. Yeah. I always wonder, too, how people choose. Like, you're a big Roku guy. I have an Apple TV. I have an Amazon fire TV situation. Right. Roku, to me, seems like there's too many weird channels on there that I would never use, but it will bog down the rest of my TV viewing. No, because you don't put them on your main page. You you put what you want on the main page. Oh, I see. So, so my main page. Yeah, so if I fire it up right now, because it actually timed out. So if I go to right now on the main page, I have YouTube, I have CBS Sports. Believe it or not, I have Freeform. I actually like some of the stuff they have on there. I have NBC Sports Network. I got my Google Photos so I can look at my videos and stuff like that. I have the Cowboy page, MLB Network. Um, Spotify is on here, Beachbody, and big uh, BTN+. Plus. That's it. Okay. Not terrible. <coughs> but you, you are right. It. If you want to look and get bogged down, yeah. you can check out. 
their streaming channels that they offer, and they offer. I mean, just it's too, it's too much. It's too much. Right. But I don't. Look, I never knows, look at them though. Who even knows they exist? Um, you would have to. I mean, I said to you many times that I thought me and you could do a channel. You got to market it. It's like anything, you know. If you can, if you can put it out there and get people to watch it, they'll go to it. Are you uh, going to be locked into this Michael Jordan uh, ten-part documentary on uh, ESPN coming April nineteenth? You know, I wasn't sure if I would or not be, but now can't wait because you're stuck in the house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there it seems aggressive. What's that? Ten like a, making it a ten-parter. That's a little much. Maybe, but I don't. I got nothing better to watch. To be honest, I mean, I don't know how many times I can watch the 2019 Mets season. Um, SNY keeps putting out. You know where I feel the void mostly from the TV is the weekend. I don't really care during the week because right. we're relatively busy. We're working. I go to bed early. It's not like I'm like I'm dying to watch television. I am doing things outside. I'm doing projects, stuff like that. I'm hanging out with my kids. That's all good. But on the weekend, I don't know. Sometimes you want to turn a uh, turn a ball game on at three o'clock on a Sunday or watch golf. Or there's nothing there. It's empty. Did you see this uh, Phil Mickelson Tiger Woods thing? They may have. They may be playing with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Love it. Now is this? I mean, this is really progressing. I have not it's seen an update to this. I think it's brilliant, man. I to me, if you are a pro athlete right now. If there is anything you could do to provide content, and someone on Twitter mentioned this, and I think that if, if MLB would pay attention, I think this is a great idea too. They came up with the idea, all right, well, you can't have big gatherings, get it, so you can't put teams together right now, fair enough. They came up with the idea, why not run a home run derby once a week? Do you remember the old show? ESPN used to run the reruns of it from the 50s where you'd see Harmon Killebrew, you know, all these old sluggers, they would get together wherever it was. I don't know if it was Wrigley Field or if it was, you know, Ebbets Field or wherever. And there'd be no fans there. That was a TV show. It was a made-for-TV show, Home Run Derby. You'd get. I think people would be into that a little bit. It's something. Give us something. That would be cool, too, is if you brought back all the roid guys that are since retired and no longer roiding and see, like, can Barry Bonds still smoke a ball over the fence? Well, you know why that's a a brilliant idea? Because, A, maybe it's never going to clear them of anything, but it might actually show people that they're how much older and they can still do it, one, if they'd be willing to do it, two, you would need an outside production company to come in and do that because you're not going to get anybody tied with MLB, I don't think, to go near them <laughs> like that. Yeah, probably But that could, be, that could be a good reality sports TV show that you could probably put together like now. I would watch that. Yes. Older uh, guys. Right. Guys Tell me about it. Era. Is Dave Kingman still alive? I'd love to see him swing the bat. I don't know if he is or not. That's a, g- a good question. Him, George Foster, there's another yeah. name that used to be able to swing it. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Those but guys. I mean, just someone. I feel like the only person that is thinking outside the box in terms of trying to get something back underway is Adam Silver in the NBA. I feel like everybody is taking their cue from him. Right. So, I, I don't know. I also thought if, if there was a way for the NHL to be playing right now as the only sport. Oh, God, you're not kidding. That would get people hooked, maybe. And yeah. And more people would be interested in NHL hockey. I think if you if you could be the first one back and get a, a good yes. head start on the others, like if you're the NHL, 
why not get your teams quarantined like the NBA is trying to do? Everybody has to be tested every single day, and I get that's a pain in the ass and all that. That's fine. I get it. But they make enough money that they can afford something like that. And you put them in two locations, and you just continually play games. And some games might be at 8 a.m., and then you go into another game at you know 11. And then this way you get all these games in. And I know logistically it's a nightmare and it's really hard to do. But you know what else is really hard to do? Setting up hospitals in a week's notice in remote locations. I mean, in 2020, we can do these things. And, boy, the TV partners are just dying for some content. And, Jerry, in this time when we're home and – not much to do. Have you found pleasure in anything about these simple things in life? Um, I'll give you an example so I'll let you think of one in case yeah, if they struggle in there. To me, the daily peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, boy. I don't know why. Like, I look forward to that now. I, I mean, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get a little deeper than that, but okay. Oh, deeper yeah. than just the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Okay. I, I was. Yeah. It's up I to was. you. I mean, um, I have found appreciating your kids and your family a little bit more <laughs> than I already thought I did. Okay. Uh, Why do you think that is? Well, I'm not going to get into that, but oh. um, I just think that that is certainly one part of this for sure. Mm-hmm. I have found trying to, especially as my 15-year-old has gotten older yeah. and you know, you look back, especially of all this idle time and we've been, one thing we have done has been, believe it or not, we still had seven or eight boxes unpacked from when we moved in this house two and a half years ago. And we just kind of forgot about them. And we unpacked a couple of them the other day, and you end up looking at, you know, photo albums from 2008, nine when, you know, he was five years old. And you sit there and look at him now, and he's taller than I am. And, you know, you don't quite hang out with him as much because he's into his friends, and you respect that. You remember what it was like to be a teenager. Well, I will say I certainly have tried to spend more time and more than I usually do, because I usually am around them a lot um, and just kind of appreciate it. Because once everything goes back to normal, I'm sure he'll be back with his friends and back with his teams and back to school. And, you know, that time will be gone. So you can enjoy your peanut butter and jelly mm-hmm. sandwiches every day. I will look forward to the time with my two boys. Okay. So for me, it's peanut butter and jelly. For you, it's a human interaction with um, your children. Yes, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's some comparison. I was also going to say <laughs> coffee. Like, I really look forward to my coffee. I do too, but I always did. That is nice. Like, when you get up in the morning, I, I, I do have times, like, when when either the alarm goes off or more on a Saturday or Sunday when I just wake up on my own and I'm laying in bed, I go, ooh, coffee. I agree. And it gets me out of bed. I agree. You look forward to going down. Now, I don't make it like you do. I, I use the pods, and I love that. Um, but to me, turning the machine on, hearing a thing sizzle the water, like, let's oh, go. Yeah. I love it. I'm with you. Fire it up, Jerry. Fire up the uh, fire up the coffee machine. You made it You're sound a... like I go out and pick my own beans, roast them, grind them up. I do think that's in your future. I hope so. I'll tell you what. I want to be a this coffee is, roaster. This is not to be a bad guy. I'm, okay. I'm not saying it for that reason. Uh-oh. But where some people fail, some people may be able to thrive, and it's no right. one's fault what's going on. You may be able to find – a business for sale at a very nice price. Oh, soon. I see what you're saying. I mean, it's just unfortunate what's going on. There might be some that just might have to unload businesses because they can't afford to maintain them right now. You might be able to go in and get something at a nice price. What do you think I could buy all the Starbucks up for? 
something uh, hundred thousand dollars you could probably go one <laughs> something reasonable at this time oh yeah just offer him 100k you might be good so what's on your day for today jerry let's get delve into your life here what are you going to do today it's rainy so i'm, I'm thinking the backyard's not going to be a situation for you you've painted most of the interior of your home i have uh, done that you said you were looking to do more projects like replacing cement patios no i said i wanted to learn how to learn do that. it so what are we thinking today? Uh, I am thinking as soon as we are done, I'm going to get my 45-minute workout in. be my fourth day in a row, so I feel okay. pretty good about that. That's good because I went months without doing anything like a lazy ugh, piece of garbage. Uh, I then am probably going to tackle the idea of changing the oil in my truck because oh, nice. I, have, I have not done that since I worked in the garage 20-something years ago. Wow, you'll slide under there, loosen that nut, have the oil spill all over the place. Yeah, and I love the idea of it because I don't have to worry about, you know, lifting the car up. Like, I can slide right under. Now, will you drain that right into the sewer? (laughs) No, Al. Oh, my God. You'll capture it and recycle it. Into a pan, and then I'll put it into recycling bottles, and I will bring it to the proper recycling place. That was a trick question. I wanted to make sure you weren't doing it like we used to do in the 70s. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to bring it in the house, right down the drain. Um, (laughs) I definitely remember in my my neighborhood in Colonia, you know, in like the 70s, people changing out their antifreeze right into the sewer. I believe that. I mean, it's really, we were nuts back then. Doing all sorts of stupid things, and we survived. And we did survive. Now, yes, if you would, if you saw somebody draining their antifreeze into the sewer, you'd be like, "Oh my god, we're all gonna die!" I know, gonna get into the water. Not exactly yeah. environmentally friendly. No. So, anyway, so I'm gonna try and do that, and okay. then I'm hoping. Looking at the forecast, it's supposed to be nice out by the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we'll do something sportsy in the backyard. I'm thinking a wiffle ball game today. I saw your kids draining three-pointers uh, on video that you had put out on uh, Twitter. Yeah, that is that Geo Baker of Rutgers. His his move is the step-back jumper, so I don't know how it came about, but he put out there the step-back challenge, which was kind of cool for the Rutgers community, and uh, I was late to it. I think it started Thursday. Thursday was uh, not a, a day I was available, so and then the weekend was terrible. So we did it yesterday, and it was cool because they were both one take, one shot, and good. Like, right, how old you- is Joseph? He's nine. He'll be ten uh, in a few weeks. How did he launch that ball from that far away? He makes three. He's been playing. Um, he's been playing travel basketball a couple of years, um, and he can just flat out shoot. I mean, he bends at yeah. the knees, and he can fire from three. He had a, he had a couple of games this year where he hit four or five of them in a game. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he. I, like, I don't. You know, it's the Steph Curry effect. He loves shooting threes. It's good and it's bad. It's good because he can do it. It's bad because like he'll be on a fast break, and instead of just going right to the basket for an yeah. easy layup, he'll pull up for three. Like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> but that's Steph Curry, and that's what he's done to youth basketball. Yeah. So, whatever. All right, Jerry, you enjoy. I'm, you going to run again today? Uh, no, I ran yesterday. I like to run every other day. Today, right now, my only plan is that peanut butter and jelly sandwich I was mentioning, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find something else to do. I'm trying to think of a name for a dog when I get a dog. Roscoe. Well, that Roscoe is already taken. He works. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, good luck thinking, with that. I was thinking Daisy, Daisy Dukes. So you're getting a girl dog. I, I think I want a girl greyhound because they're a little bit smaller. Fair enough. I look forward to this day. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting, Jerry. And I All cannot right, wait uh, for that dog to wake you up at 2 a.m. for a walk. Jerry, you go connect with your family. I will eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. We'll meet back here tomorrow at 5.45. See ya. Until then, the warm-up. See ya. <laughs>
It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. And away we go on a Tuesday morning. Al Dukes, you're probably about 2.3 miles away from me, yet it feels like you're right next to me. What's going on? Why don't I come over some mornings and we'll do the show sitting right next to each other, Jerry? That way it'll be, we'll have eye contact, we'll know when we can jump in, that sort of thing. Hmm. Um... Nah, this is kind of cool. This is much better for you, yeah, plus like social this. distancing. Plus, you're not brushing your teeth. You're not taking a shower. It's kind of disgusting. So, no, we're good. No, you eventually get to them. I just don't do them before the show begins. Yeah, no, I'm good. Because I'm going to have more coffee, and what's the sense in having you brush your teeth and then have coffee? Because yeah, no, you I'm get good. coffee breath, coffee stank on yeah. your teeth. No, no, you stay there. I'll stay here. Okay, fair enough. Jerry, I think one of the things that's going to come out of this whole coronavirus thing is we're going to end up somehow... Didn't think this was possible with more podcasts. Um, you know what's funny about that? So I'm looking for sound left and right. Yeah. And I found a the, the, the podcast source or company, whatever it is, where you upload your, your new shows that the, that the Rich Eisen show is on. I found it there as opposed to just searching for it on Twitter or wherever. And you know who's got a podcast, Al? Who's this now, Jerry? Fred Dreyer, Hunter. Remember him? Hunter, yes. He was a former Ram, wasn't he? Yes, he he was. He was a former football player. He's got a podcast. But like even celebrities, they may not be typically a a podcast as we think of them, but they're doing like, so like Jim from The Office, the TV show The Office. Yeah. That actor. I forget his actor name, John Krasinski or something like that. So now he's doing like a video podcast or where he's interviewing, you know, Steph Curry's got this thing where he's interviewing people. Like, everyone's just interviewing everyone. Well, I will say it's helping out in terms of content for what I'm doing on a daily basis. So it's a good thing. I'm not so sure it will continue uh, when everybody gets back to work. I think people are genuinely just bored, and they're trying to do something to fill some time. I did see a thing where podcast listening is down quite a bit, and they say that because of uh, commutes. Yep. That's where everybody listens. Yeah, people – you're not going to – I've always had a problem with – just being in my house or listening to a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I don't do it. And I'm usually, I don't know, in the car, I listen to the radio. I don't even, I don't give podcasts a thought aside from, you know when I listen to them? On planes. Yes. That's when I like listening to podcasts. Download some stuff for the for the flight. I'm good. Otherwise, it's, I don't know, I, I have not fallen in line with everybody else. Just download them for the commute. You know what I'm missing, Jerry, since you and I don't commute together? Uh, You, and uh, you like to listen to 92.3. I do. I miss alt. And so what I'm finding I'm missing out on is what's the new music? Because I like to pick new music for bumper music so people think I'm cool, like that I'm into new music. And I used to get that in the car ride with you because you love 92.3, and then I would take a picture of of your radio readout. So then I would know, oh, that's the artist and song. I'm going to put that on my playlist. Yep, I know. I know. It's different. you got to change your listening habits. I'll change it up, Jerry. Why don't you listen to them a little bit when you do your run? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't have an answer for you, Jerry. Fair my enough. My runs. <laughs> I what do you running... listen to when you run? Well, I like a mix. I have like a mix of music. I need. I like a mix of like motivational music. Okay. You know, the problem is like radio stations and regular albums and things there's there's a mixture of like some slow stuff some uh things that'll make you think some rockers i need the rockers when i'm running 
Okay, fair you know enough. What I mean, you need, so you need I need to be fast moving. I need it to be fast moving. I don't need. I don't want songs that make me think of teen angst and this sort of thing, which sometimes the radio will do and full albums will do. So I got to make. I got to do it on my own, Jerry. There was a Rage Against the Machine when you're running. Make you uh, I haven't, but that's a good one. That's a good idea. Gorilla Radio. There you go. Killing in the name of. Those were songs that you were doing with Booker back in the day. Yeah, me and Booker would play those on K uh, K Rock in the afternoons. <laughs> Jerry, um, I see they're training dogs. Now, you know we have uh, working dogs. There's police dogs, right? Yep. The, the dogs that'll uh, chase down uh, people for the cops. They grab them by the arm, tackle them, and then the cops arrest them. Bomb-sniffing dogs. Bomb-sniffing dogs. Drug-sniffing dogs. Body-sniffing dogs when they're looking for bodies. We're aware that there are cancer-sniffing dogs. They're what? There are dogs that can smell whether you have cancer or not. You're kidding me. That's true. That is a true story. Okay. True story. Never heard of that one. Yeah, cancer-sniffing dogs. There's, of course, uh, Roscoe the bedbug dog, who the dog who sniffs out bedbugs. Right. But they think they can train dogs, or they're trying to see if they can train dogs to sniff out coronavirus. A coronavirus-sniffing dog. You can use beagles? Uh, a lot of times it's the scent hounds, Jerry, the whole scent hound family. But beagles, I think, can do that. Hound dogs. You ain't what nothing the virus but a hound dog. smell like? I don't know. That's, that's my question for, like, cancer. But they do have dogs that can smell cancer. So I don't know if they're going to do, like, this thing where where you can line up uh, on your own and decide, let me let this dog sniff me to see if I have coronavirus. Okay. Then it got me thinking, you know how I'm in the market for a dog when I move soon? I have heard, Yes. Why not get a working dog? Why am I the only one making income in the house? This dog's laying around, f- eating food. So you want to get a dog that's going to that go to works. work. Right. Why but my question, is, I my think, question I, is... I do think, though, quickly, I do yeah. think like the police dogs, I think yeah. they keep them, though. Like they live with their police person? Yeah, I think they do. I could be wrong about that, but I think they do. Like, do you think someone owns Roscoe the bed bug dog and that dog goes to work and they go to work or are they the person no, Al, that No, I think works? it wanders the streets no, and they go no, find no. it. <laughs> no, my question is, is Roscoe's <laughs> owner the guy who goes to the bed bug houses with Roscoe the bed Roscoe's bug dog? Roscoe's a dog actor. No, no, no. Roscoe's a real bed bug dog. He's the real Roscoe. Not the one in the commercials? Yes. Someone owns that is, it. But is it the owner of the bed bug place? I would or think is, so. Oh, because it would be the best if, like, you and Roscoe in the morning, you both get ready for work. Roscoe goes out. He gets a paycheck, but it comes right to you. You have a daily think tank <laughs> to come up with stupid ideas. <laughs> no, when I see ideas, like when I see the, I, the story today is the coronavirus dog, right? Sniffing yes. out coronavirus. I'm like, why don't – oh, if I can invest in a coronavirus sniffing dog right now, Jerry, and get him to go to work. I go to work. My dog goes to work. We both come home for dinner walks is, are you going to train this dog to drive or is it going to be picked up <laughs> no no i drop him off at work oh my god <laughs> then wow. i go to work but you got to get out like we well, gotta it, get back to work my man then at five o'clock jerry i go pick up my dog who works well, clearly you're home not doing anything at five right o'clock. <laughs> imagine the <laughs> so dog dropping like... the dog off at 2 30 in the morning i'm just checking <laughs> yeah yeah mm. i'm dropping the dog off at... no like my dog my working dog what no matter what he's doing whatever he's sniffing out my working dog goes to work like noon. I get home, I take the dog, then I pick the dog up at six. We talk about our day, and you, mean you talk to it. Okay, I talk to it. Roscoe, would you find any bed bugs today? Oh my god! 
So this is what I'm thinking about. Yes, Jerry. I see that. This like the minute I times. the minute I saw that there was a coronavirus sniffing dog, possibly potentially, I was like, hmm. Eddie's Topic. got a working dog. Well, Eddie trains his dogs to work, Correct. and then they go off to work, and they live with the person they're helping. Right. But he's not sending it off to work every day and taking cash from it. <laughs> well, maybe he hasn't thought of it yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jerry, George Kittle, Give he's a— uh, Give him time. <laughs> this George Kittle is a tight end with the 49ers, yes? <laughs> yes, Al. Yes. He— um, <laughs> I guess you know they can't go to gyms. They have they can't go to the facilities. They can't even go to gyms in their hometowns. No, can't go anywhere. So George Kittle and his trainer are working out in George Kittle's garage. Yeah, I think it's cool. Do you see what Joey Gallo is doing? What's Joey Gallo doing? Do you know who Joey Gallo is? Oh, uh, the baseball player. Look, you do. I'm I'm very. Oh, impressed. I did see this. That's so right. He's got a tee set up in his apartment. Into a he's hitting into a net. But the ironic or weird part about it. Yeah. He's got glass windows, and he's he's got to be 40, 50 floors up wherever the hell the, the, the apartment is. I guess it's in Texas. I mean, you talk about guys doing crazy things. Working out in your garage makes sense. I think that's perfect. This is nuts because if he has one miss hit, it's going right through the window. He's hitting off a tee, though, so he shouldn't he have is. one miss hit. Well, have you he's seen him professional. play? Joey Gallo, I've not seen his work. He leads the league in strikeouts every year, oh. so he doesn't exactly always <laughs> hit the ball. I see. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he gets just under one and it pops over the net. I did see this beautiful apartment. It's all glass. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. One miss hit and it's going right through the window. He can't walk around nude in that place. I mean, it is all glass. You really don't think it's a shaded window? Oh, I didn't think of that. (laughs) You think people are just looking at him Nude. (laughs) Just walking around nude in his glass apartment. (laughs) So uh, so George Kittle. (laughs) This George Kittle, he's going to uh, start. uh, You could sign up. It's free. But I guess you got to give an email. I don't know why George Kittle wants your email. But he is going to start releasing his garage workouts. Oh, that's cool. If you want to get involved. You know and why you, he's doing that? Because then he's going to have a client base. Right. All of a sudden, he can start selling like meal plans and new workout routines. Right. I think it's genius. And you're a big garage workout guy. Um, No. More I can see you getting room, into that. More living room with the with the videos that I use, the Beachbody videos. But Beachbody videos? Yeah. I mean, we do have the whole setup in the garage. I think yeah. I used it three times in two years. Oh, you got to get into this, Jerry. The George Kittle garage workouts. You know it involves picking up big tires. Probably so, and then and then shaking the big rope. We do have to take a break. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. That shaking the big rope. What does that do? I don't know. I've done it before. It feels good, but I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what it does. But I have done that too. Weird, right? Yeah. As opposed to flipping the monster tire. We got to take a quick break. Okay, quick on break. On the Jerry. other side, on the other side, Al's going to talk about the squats that he did yesterday in his apartment Zero. to kill boredom at four o'clock, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got about three, four minutes before the top of the hour. Boomer and Geo join us then. Hey, Al, do me a favor. For the podcast, yeah. jot this down. Streaming TV. I have a question for you that doesn't Streaming. warrant this time here. What a tease this is, Jerry. Yeah. Streaming TV for the podcast. All right, I'm going to jot that down. What else? Uh, former major leaguer Aubrey Huff. Yes, we will have the audio coming up at 6.30. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, he uh, went out, I guess, his family's in need of toilet paper, and I guess he wasn't aware that people are still hoarding it. So uh, he went to numerous stores, couldn't find any, and then just filmed a video where he was really not happy 
I filmed this video in his car, and oddly enough, he wants the people who are hoarding the toilet paper. This is he, rough. He wants their their butts, the the main part of the butt, not the yeah. cheek. Yeah. To fall off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 aware, and then it gets worse than that actually, because then he <laughs> had a suggestion for what could happen to everybody that is hoarding. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's yeah, just, let's just say I had about a three second bleep in there. Yes, there's a lot of bleeps in there. And then he ends it with bleep you. <laughs> bleep you, that's how it just... And what a world we're living in now, Jerry, this world of coronavirus where uh, we're all stuck at home and 70s sitcom star Fonzie is retweeting Mike Francesa rants. This is, is that true? This is where we are in the world today. Henry Winkler? Henry Winkler, the Fonz, as we all know him, Fonzie. Retweeted, I guess uh, people were surprised that Mike went after Trump, who they thought was a friend of Mike's. Right. But, uh, you know, if you follow Mike on Twitter, he's not been happy with uh, the, the speed at which this is going. He he wants things to move quicker. So Fonzie, Arthur Fonzarelli, Henry Winkler getting involved. Also, Pinky Tuscadero retweeted. <laughs> well, how did Brian, he get involved? Just by Brian retweeting Brian Monzo. It? Uh, yeah. Well, he retweeting. Actually, it's so funny. So, we are oh, here to help on. you get through the coronavirus crisis. Please follow all safety and health directives to keep yourself and others as healthy as possible. 